guys welcome to nothing but net podcast this is your first edition ever um presented by dorm room sports i'm your host jr i'm joined by jack bassey sean Nichols, our producer shelly guys how we doing doing great doing great happy to be here yeah. i'm good man i said that you just went right over it man it's okay um so to get going tonight, we're going to just do a little background for each person. We're going to say um, favorite basketball team, player, and best basketball memory. Um, I will start off. Uh, personally, my favorite team would have to be the 20 – actually, I'm just going to go any team LeBron's on. That's my favorite team. Uh, my, favorite, my favorite player, LeBron. And then my favorite basketball memory would probably be when LeBron yelled, Cleveland, this is for you. I get chilled watching that to this day. Bassie, your turn. Uh, so for me, I guess my favorite basketball team would be the team, the Wizards with Gilbert Arenas. Favorite player, it's got to be Agent Zero. And best basketball memory, I mean, the guy brought guns into the locker room, so there's not much better than that. Not bad, not bad. All right, well, uh, my favorite team, definitely the Boston Celtics. Big Boston guy, you know. Favorite player, though, the GOAT, LeBron James. And favorite memory, got to be Ray Allen hitting the game-time three in the 2013 NBA Finals in game six. Bosh, back to Allen in the corner. Bang! Is it is it my turn to go, I guess? Yes, it's your turn. Sure. All right. Favorite basketball team, favorite basketball team, Virginia Cavaliers, uh, greatest basketball team ever. Favorite player, uh, LeBron. I mean, that's not even a question. Dude's the GOAT. Uh, Best basketball memory was LeBron blocking Iguodala in the finals, game seven. I thought it would be the UMBC game. We don't don't talk about that. Whoa. Whoa, I think we should talk about that. We should. We should. We should. If you could um put in our viewers' minds what you mean by UMBC. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and tell them. Uh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Great school. What, what did they do? They may – they allegedly beat the number one seeded – Virginia Cavaliers. Allegedly. We can't. We can't just say beat. They. They mauled. Molly uh, them. It wasn't close. It was seventy-four to fifty-four, dude. Okay. Yeah. They. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, they dropped a fifty-three piece in the second half. They did have the fifty burger in the second half. I thought UVA was defense. I didn't turn on my TV. In my dorm room for the rest of the year after that game. I was that sick. Big sick. Big sick. But what, what, what happened the year after that? I, I, I'm, 
blanking. What 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 happened? Who wanted who wanted all that that next year? I don't, I don't think you're lucky. Like, George Mason wasn't in it. <laughs> the Patriots. The Patriots would have made it. Would have made another historic run. They Nova baby. They in Nova. <laughs> Fairfax. Basketball breeding ground. Fairfax County, Virginia. All right, now we now now a lot of you guys had your favorite players as LeBron. Um, recently there was episodes one and two of the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. What did you guys think? Well, they were definitely bad in the owner Jerry Krause. He's not the owner or the GM. GM, sure, sure. You know, I mean, I think it's crazy that he told Phil Jackson, one of the greatest coaches of all time, that he could win eighty-two straight games and still be fired. I just – after winning five championships, I think that's just absurd. I think that is I mean, absurd. I think it's crazy that – yeah, I think it's crazy that Kraus said that organizations win championships and not players. And you see what – I guess it would be 20 years since then. <laughs> it's a player You're telling me the person that feeds the popcorn to the people is, is winning championships for that, for that uh, organization? <laughs> I'm just I'm – you're, you're telling me the five-foot-eight white dude – up in the accounting firm is doing what Michael Jordan's doing on the court. I don't. I don't think that dude's dunking. I mean, in Jerry Krause terms, yes, they're doing the same thing. I mean, I get where he's coming <laughs> from. I mean, he's behind the scenes. You know, he's getting trades. He's making draft picks. He's getting. I don't. I don't know what's worth Jerry Krause or the fact that Scottie Pippen in today's NBA would be paid the same amount as Andre Robertson. That dude hasn't even been on a court in like what two years. Well, yeah, nobody's cannot been on hit a wide open months, shot. So. Crazy. Cannot hit a wide open shot. Oh my man! If you, he's the only dude I see in two K that the computer sags off because it knows it's just trash ass player. Yes, he's the worst two K player to play with. But Scotty Pippen, seven years, eighteen million. That I don't know even how to describe that, gentlemen. I don't even have to really look up anything. That's the worst contract ever. Easily, I mean, he was. This is not basketball related, but Albert Hainsworth to the Redskins. I'm a Redskins fan, and that might have been the worst contract of all time. But I mean, if okay, if we're getting out of like production though, like he, he's definitely worth more than whatever, like seven years, eighteen million. That's yeah, like a little under three million a year. He's I mean, definitely worth. Jordan was going to play basketball or baseball, like it was Pippen scene. He was hoping. He was hooping, hooping. Uh, yeah. So, so Scottie Pippen was making two point five mil a year before taxes. <laughs> what What yeah. I would do to make two point five million a year before taxes? Well, I mean, obviously, but if you're in the NBA and you're essentially a top ten player, you don't want that money. Uh, people have compared me to Scottie Pippen before. Let me tell you that. I don't think anybody has even mentioned you and Scottie Pippen in the same sentence. Debatable. <laughs> Just as a frame of reference here, uh, Draymond Green's making $16.4 million uh, a year. Can we, never, can we never mention his name in this podcast? That, no, we, no, we have to for slander reasons. Oh, Draymond uh, uh, below average basketball player Draymond Green is making $16.4 million. That man, That man averages a single triple. Or triple single. He got that eight, like six and two. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a that's a hell of stat line. He, he's got three rings though. James Jones has a couple rings. I don't remember what he did. So does the rookie. Um, what's his name? That he went to the Raptors after he was with the Warriors. Oh my God! You got it backwards. Patrick McCall. Yeah, he went from the Warriors to the Raptors. Yeah, he won the he won with the Raptors when they had Kawhi last year. I don't even think he came off the bench. Like I don't even think he came in. I think he was just there. He's like, I'm he just snagging me another ring. I think him and Jeremy Lin were chilling out doing handshakes. Jeremy Lin. Talk about the rise and fall of that guy. Lin Sanity, baby. Uh, you know what? He was an average NBA player and kind of got screwed, but you know what? Best, best man. I mean, he got screwed because he got hurt. That's, what, that's more of what I mean. He signed that one contract and then, like, immediately got tripped and then got hurt. He was hooping for, like, a good two, three months. Yeah. I mean, he dropped, like, 24 on the Wizards. I remember that game. Wizards saw I think that was the first time they ever saw him dunk, too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's been no basketball going on, but ESPN has been doing uh, the horse the horse game. I believe uh, – who won that? Zach Levine won. Zach, Zach Levine, yeah, Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Did any of you watch that? No. No. I, I actually did. Really? It was unfair what Zach Levine was doing. He went up against the WNBA uh, Hooper and was just hitting ridiculous layups. Uh, I, I, I was I was saying, like, literally this all that dude had to do was do everything but dunk the ball. He could do, like, behind-the-back 360s and stuff, and no one would be able to do it. He would win every time. Let's put the guy that's really good at dunking in the horse contest and not let him dunk. <laughs> well, the rule the rule was you weren't allowed to dunk, so it would equalize the playing field for like, I think Paul Pierce is in it, and that man probably can't even touch net anymore. Right, Paul Pierce missed a wide open layup to lose. Hey, don't disrespect, don't disrespect the truth. Oh, the truth pooped him, pooped him. He got a ring. He's got getting, a ring. he's getting all the disrespect. But yeah, the 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 quality of the video for that was. Atrocious, terrible. They're filming. I almost turned it. Yeah, I almost turned it off just right there. Looked like an uvu call from when I was in like middle school. It was bad. It was probably better. (laughs) Uvu. (laughs) I actually, I actually learned something from watching that. Uh, Mike Conley's dad was an Olympic triple jumper, so you learn something new every day. Mike Conley can't jump. Yeah, that's the funny part. He, he, I don't even think he could dunk. Side note, I have met Mike Conley. This is true. I've seen a picture. He's Mike Conley's a hooper. He was in St. Louis when I was doing internship with the uh, golf. And literally no one knew who he was because he had – I think he had short hair. Oh, was this post-dreads? Post yeah, no, this was Rose. right before – it was right when he got the dreads. Oh, and nobody knew who he was, and I was like, that really looks like Mike Conley. And it was Mike Conley, and we, we had a good five, ten-minute conversation. I don't know what we talked about, but I got a picture with him. And, I mean, he, he was a really nice guy. He was like, yeah, I just played in the celeb tournament with, like, Larry Fitzgerald, Aaron Rodgers. Like, wow, that must be awesome. Yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> Casually. Wow. Wow, dude. You're just- 
casually friends with these guys. Yeah, I think he honestly remembers. I mean, we could probably get him on the cast one day, honestly. Yeah, just slide into his DMs and see if he remembers me. I'll send him, I'll send him the picture of us. He'll have to remember. There's no way. No way. It'd be like the Jason Tatum tweet to LeBron. Uh, Mike Connolly, remember this picture, dude? Will you please follow me back and do an interview? So basically what you're saying is I'm Jason Tatum? I'm saying you're acting like Jason Tatum, but sure. (laughs) People have called me Jason Tatum before, like the next big thing. I think you've done that. I think you yourself have called you that. Maybe it was my burner account at KD. At KD. At Stephen A. Smith. Hey, don't you disrespect that man on this podcast? Yeah, the goat. I'm not. He he just has a burner and he don't he don't acknowledge it. All right, how you got how a many burner a- account, bro? Real question: How many athletes do you think have burner? Uh, I would say probably eighty percent. Eighty percent. I mean, yeah, maybe, but they probably don't use it for like the way KD was using it. Like, I feel like guys just have Twitters that they can tweet whatever's on their mind just to get it out there. But it's like, you know, Mike Hunchow. Yeah, they can they can follow whatever they want and kind of see a normal Twitter. Yeah, the live Twitter, I guess. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I mean. Not the flex or anything, but I have a knack for finding these burner accounts. Really? Yeah, dude. What you don't see the stuff I send you in, in the in no, the I group did. chats? I I always find these burners. I think you sent AB burner account. That was funny. Yeah, I've seen ABs a couple times. You don't need to see ABs a burner account. You just look at his real account. <laughs> AB don't give. <laughs> No, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I, I do need some help. Nah. All right, not enough on AB. Um, okay, we have uh, the NFL draft tomorrow, NBA. or actually yesterday, because you guys are gonna listen to this podcast on Friday. Um, Chase Young, the Redskins, opus official. Um, dude's gonna be a game changer for us. But the NBA draft is coming up in the next couple months. Um, unlike so the NFL draft. Unlike, unlike the NFL draft, there's really no clear number one pick. Um, what's your guys' input on that? Uh, definitely going LaMelo Ball, number one. Well, LaMelo Ball, big baller brand, huh? Triple Bs are coming back, boy. About to spend $600 on a T-shirt. That was, that was honestly the biggest flex by LaMelo after going to Australia to play for a team, and then he buys the team. They complained about him, and then he said, screw it. I'll buy y'all. Like buy that's, y'all. Just, that's the biggest boss move ever. I mean, do you think he owns the Lithuania team too? No. No, no. He left them. He's too good. Too good. Um, <laughs> actually, actually, to go back on Jared's point, big baller brand, City Knights luxury tan t-shirt is on sale for $60 right now. Bro, so that is sale for 60 That's, that's a steal. Yeah, a steal. They're stealing your money. That's the steal. So obviously, Lamelo is the hype coming in. Like, it, uh, there's always been that hype around it, but there's some big college names that are officially declared. I think the guy that deserves to go number one is Anthony Edwards from Georgia. That's a hooper. Yeah, he hoops. That dude. Some other some other notable names to go with him: Cole Anthony and Obi Toppin too. I don't um, think. Goes number one. I think Obi's top ten, but not 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 Obi later top ten, early teens. Yeah, I agree. I think James Wiseman has a good shot. It all it all really comes down to what happens at the end of this NBA season and who gets the number one pick. 
I could definitely see the Warriors trading their top pick with Andrew Wiggins to get another star, you know, make another run at it. Keep that in mind. Okay, I, see, I can see them keeping Andrew Wiggins. Just somebody to kind of, like, at least maybe, like, make it so, uh, like, Steph and Clay aren't just always standing at the three-point line with everybody on defense standing there, too, you know? Somebody that can drive the defense in. But I'm saying, you know, you trade Wiggins in the top pick, maybe. They get the one. Get another star. Who knows? You know, always option. They hit up the Nets for KD. Yeah, sure. That'll, that'll be good. <laughs> James Wiseman is also in that mix as well. I think, honestly, he would fit really well in that Golden State rotation if they end up getting the number one pick because he could space the floor a little bit better for those guys, and he could shoot a little bit too. Yeah, but I think the Warriors, they're, just, they're, just, they're kind of an older veteran team. So, you know, I don't know if they want to get a rookie ready to play in the, the playoffs or finals, you know. But but at, but adding a guy like Edwards from Georgia, he averaged 19 a game. I mean, the dude can score, and that offense is already – well, when Clay and Steph are back to full strength, that offense is going to be prolific again if they get a guy like Edwards. Oh, the splash. Okay. Draymond, if Draymond Green's out on the court, ain't nothing going right. Well, dude, dude, I just – I I honestly, I don't know what it is, but I just – Buys that dude. That's because he's a hooper. <laughs> yeah, all right. James um, Wise, that man, 20 and 10. The ACC Player of the Year, Trey Jones, declared. Uh, his brother, Tyus, is also in the NBA with the Timber. Well, no, he's not with the Timberwolves anymore, is he? I believe he is. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, well, he was. He hasn't really done anything, but apparently Trey no, he's with, he's with Memphis, I think. Yeah, that's right. Memphis. So, yeah, so what are your thoughts on, on Trey Jones? He'll be a scrub like his brother. I mean, I watched more of him last year. I mean, obviously when Duke was bigger with Zion and, and uh, RJ, but, I mean, I think he got better this year. I mean, ACC Player of the Year. So, I mean, he's a hooper too. Yeah, there's a, uh, another ACC guy uh, – Jordan Nora out of Louisville, who honestly also could have probably gotten the ACC Player of the Year. He averaged 18 a game, seven rebounds, and one assist. And every time he stepped on the floor, he just made Louisville better. That's a good thing to do nowadays, make Louisville look better. Make your team better by stepping on the floor. That's the goal, right? I mean, I would think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a He's a forward, so yeah. I mean, if he can, if he can, I didn't watch a whole lot of Louisville, but I mean, looking at it, he shot forty percent from three this year, so that's definitely going to boost you up the the board. I think for sure. Yeah, and then when you compare a guy like Jones to a guy like Nora, the only like the only issue that Jones really had, and the reason why he didn't go out last year, when basically that whole Duke team did, was he was a pretty inefficient from three-point land, but he went from 26 to 36% from behind the arc, and the league obviously has shifted to a three-point oriented league. I, I'd probably give the edge to Jones. I mean, maybe in a college aspect, but in the NBA, I I, I'm, I would take Norwa. Yeah, he is a 6-7 forward, but I think he could honestly probably play the two. He's pretty athletic. Yeah, but uh, another. Oh, what were you gonna say? 
I was going to say, actually, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to just talk about college guys. Well, I was going to say, another crazy athletic guy coming out is Cassius Stanley from Duke. That guy can jump out of a gym. Yeah, I never, I, he was he was a big hype all year, but he never, I, don't know, I didn't watch Duke enough as well, but I think, I, I don't know. It, he, the end of the a season, lot of similarities between him and Cam Reddish with a lot of hype. But what is Cam Reddish doing now? I don't think he's doing well, that. Man, he's hooping on the hogs. Is he? Man, Give when I checked, I'm telling you, he's he was nice. he was shooting bricks. <laughs> yeah, that and a half. That's not bad. That dude, uh, Reddish is honestly he's been a lot better in the NBA than he was in college. Dude, Loki's been catching a bucket, but like I mean. This whole this whole coronavirus thing has just really messed up the NBA and then March Madness. I think I think you would have had some guys in March Madness, whether it be Obi Toppin, Anthony Edwards, Cash Stanley, some guys that really would have named made a name for themselves in the draft. Well, if you look at a guy like John Morant, like the the March Madness last year really really helped him out. I mean, he was obviously going to be a very high pick anyway. Exactly. The guy was putting up freak, freaky numbers, but like, there's something about playing great basketball in March that just boosts that stock. It's that recency bias. Well, I think March March Madness is one of those things that I mean, I don't think it doesn't matter if you're a hoop fan or not. Everybody's gonna tune into that, and I think um, just not having that this year has really created a weird situation for everybody. Because I mean, they're not even gonna be able to do the NBA Combine, the PBI tournaments where some of the mid major school kids get to go a lot of the things are being taken away so i think you'll see within it all really would have it's like if they have an nba season or not like that's going to determine a lot of this because who knows what's going to happen i mean they could uh, personally i don't think there's going to be a rest of the nba season i hope not but the way these things are going i don't think that's going to happen right now Give LeBron the title. I mean, I would love LeBron, but see, I don't even think LeBron would take it because he's not built like that. I, I, I find my you opinion, about like that. What were you saying? I said, give it to Kawhi. He built like that. Machine. A machine. I mean, my personal opinion about having no fans. I feel like a lot of these guys just want to play, be with their teams. I mean, like Danny Green said, he. I mean, if they didn't finish, there would be a lot of, like, what ifs. I mean, the Lakers, I mean, number one seed, that's LeBron's a, legacy, like, a, he could get a championship. Like, I think if they have the opportunity to play, they would they would definitely play. It would definitely be different, but I think America needs it. See NBA basketball I mean, somehow. I, yeah, I mean, no fans is no fans. Are there fans in the practice gym? Like, I definitely I mean, yeah, I get their point of wanting to play in front of fans, but it's like, you know, would you rather play in front of fans or just not play at all for the rest of the year? It's like, would you rather play with no fans or not play? Like, yeah, exactly. Really play the right now, like, and I think everyone should want to play in front of fans. Definitely, you should, but it's like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I, I if, if you're at if you're at this point, I mean. What's going to make fans happier? The fact that basketball is going on or the fact that, you know, they're not there. Like, I, I think people won't care. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think at the end of the day, right now, people just need need sports. I think basketball, especially with being towards the end of the season, I think the excitement I mean, of pour off. Like, going off topic, like, I mean, golf is coming back in, what, June, right? July, somewhere in there. June, and it's like, June. yeah, I mean, I can guarantee you golf will pull, pull in a pretty good crowd yeah. that opening and because it'll be the first live sport event. Like, yeah. real sport event, it's not eSport. Yeah, it's just it's gonna be interesting to see how they do the whole playoff situation. If they give teams like maybe two weeks to kind of figure out the playoff situation, or are they just straight, hey, top eight seeds from each conference, that's who's in. I mean, I, I think that's gonna create an interesting playoff. So I've seen, even seen things where they're like they might let every team in the NBA into a playoff, and that would be interesting if they did a fixed playoff and every team. They should just do like a big bracket, like let March Madness bracket. Yeah. One through – how many teams is there? 30? One through 30. Yeah. One and two seeds get a bye. There you go. Yep. I enjoy I think – So who's your Cinderella team? The New Orleans Pelicans, led by Zion and Alonso Ball. Low-key, I'm telling you. They Don't you dare nice. sleep on Drew Holiday. Who? Drew Holiday. Crazy stat, J.J. Redick of the New Orleans Pelicans has never missed the playoffs in his entire career. So, you got that going, too. Uh, Honestly, I would say, like, a Cinderella team would be Memphis. I could definitely see Memphis. I mean, if they had to play the Lakers, no. Well, I mean, yeah, but if if you're waiting until the Sweet 16 or so, then, you know, maybe... Young team that can just keep running while the Lakers are kind of old. Like, I like it, though, you know what I'm saying? LeBron, I mean, LeBron, LeBron may be built for it. I don't know about Avery Bradley. I don't know about old man. Hey, the Lakers, I'm telling you, if the season starts again, Lakers winning. They win in the chip. Oh, yeah. But if it's a one game, win and take all, and you play in every day, like in college or like in a college basketball format, then. I just oh, see that. There, there's no way they would do that. There's zero. No, hell no, there's no way. No shot. No. Who do you, if the NBA had kept going, who who beats who in the NBA finals? Lakers beat Bucks. Lakers beat, I think I, I would take the Lakers over the Celtics. I just don't see anybody stopping Giannis until AD and LeBron. I just don't. I don't. I don't think Giannis has proven to me yet that he can get to a finals. I think that Celtics team was coming. Well, who on the Celtics has Kemba Walker? I'm just saying. I think that Celtics team was deep. Hayward, get that. No. Who won? Who won the Bucks has? Chris Middleton. Oh, the Bucks. Lopez brothers. Middleton. Both the Lopez brothers. Their team is built. The Lopez brothers are more worried about fighting mascots than they are playing basketball. Hey, that's only Robin. Brooke, Brooke about that hoop in life. Uh, Brooke, that's why he started. I get a three. Yeah. So on that team, on the Milwaukee Bucks, George Hill and Kyle Korver have both been to NBA Finals. George Hill also the game-winning free throw. That was probably the worst brick in history. And then and my, my man, man JR, off the hand, he just didn't put 
put the ball back in. Did you see that man came out and said he didn't drink any? (laughs) That's got to be, like, one of the worst things ever, like, that meme of J.R. Smith and LeBron. LeBron. Like, the fact that J.R. Smith thought they were winning when they were tied and potentially cost them that series, like. Like, LeBron put up. That game was in Oakland, right? Yeah, that was in Oakland. Oh, yeah. J.R. was high as hell. (laughs) They had a chance to set the tone of that series and win game one, and. LeBron yeah. had like fifty-one, nine and nine. Yeah, LeBron. Some of the I, I like those. They were talking about the MJ. He had like what sixty-three in that loss to the Celtics. Some yeah. of these LeBron has put on with these like these injured Cavaliers teams have just been absurd. I'm hip. Yes, sir. Speak, speak some facts, Jr. Don't make me do this. <laughs> All right. I also hate the LeBron Jordan debate just because we're in two completely the NBA back then and the NBA now are two completely different organizations. Why don't why don't you make the MJ stands cry right now? Let's just let's just go right in. I mean I but see I'm not like I, I, I think MJ was the goat of his era. Oh no doubt. No, and no. I think LeBron is the goat of our era. And I don't I'm, I don't, I'm about more of that. I, I think too. there's too many people that try to separate them apart when they could just be put in the same conversation. There's no LeBron without MJ when it talks about goats, and there's no MJ without LeBron. Well, I mean, MJ came before LeBron, so. Obviously, yes. Thank you, Captain. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I get what you're saying. No, I, I get what your point. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, mean, I, I just think at the end of the day, it's so like. It's a hard argument, for sure. The older generation is like, if you would have saw Mike, like Mike I mean, did, yeah. If you would have seen- was on the most beloved sports team of, in history, I mean, I mean, I mean, Michael, Michael Jordan is just Jordan. more of a culture icon too. Yeah, he he expanded the bat, bat basketball. I mean, I mean, nothing. The way that documentary sort of seems is, is that like everybody was a fan of Michael Jordan. I mean, the French video or sound guy was asking for his autograph, and like. Yeah. And then, then his boss in the middle of work, and his boss was like, "No, not right now, not now." Yeah, he's like, like, "Bro, you can't do this." He's like, "Bro, he was like, bro, it's MJ, let me get that autograph." Or when they won the ship, and that uh, that one player was excited, excited about winning the European championship, and Mike just looked at him. He was like, "Bro, come on, like this don't mean nothing." <laughs> I think that I mean, yeah, I think that was all an act too. I think MJ acted hard on the court, and I think once they got off, he knew he knew that man was just messing with them. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But in the moment, it's, it's I mean, just funny. Yeah, I think he was probably like, "Bro, like we are still playing against these Frenchies." Yeah, he's like, "We we were we were supposed to win." Like, I'm Michael Jordan. Like, <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. It was like the McDonald's World Game or whatever they called it. We were trying yeah. to figure out we were watching what exactly that was. I was like, what is it? The best team in France versus the best team in America? Like obviously oh. we were winning that. Yeah, I, I don't mean, have it. That's something that, that needs to stay in the nineties. I don't think they need to bring that back. <laughs> no, bring it back, please. Bring it back. Put Rudy Gobert on the French team. <laughs> we don't want him in America anymore. <laughs> Another thing I found interesting was uh, a big thing about today's NBA is the load management and minutes restriction. And then uh, I see Michael Jordan on like a 
what is it like an eight minute restriction a quarter or something seven minute a quarter a minute yeah and like they were about to uh have like what 30 seconds left in that one game and the owner came down was like don't put him in another second i mean the old head said like they were playing every day played through everything but i mean it seemed like they were management i mean well it's just mj so big deal (laughs) that was the biggest thing i took away from that was that michael jordan Used load management in like his rookie year or year, second year, year in the league, and LeBron's in year seventeen. So you know that ends my debate. I mean, I don't think it was by Jordan's choice, obviously, but I mean, oh no, no, because obviously he I mean, he's, he's pretty, pretty pissed about it. He wants to play, but I mean, the ownership, you know. Yeah. Uh, Jordan was definitely one of the best competitors of all time. Kawhi don't want to play. Jordan wanted to play. Kawhi didn't want to play. Yeah, Kawhi, I don't know what's good with him. He He's a hooper. Don't get me wrong. But I guess I don't know. I get it. I get it. All right. Uh, enough about the NBA. Um, I think we're all just kind of waiting to see what they do. Day by day. Um, I think in the next couple of weeks, hopefully we'll get some sort of sense of uh, – What's going to happen with the NBA, whether it be their season's canceled or whether they have a fixed playoff. But um, college basketball, there has been a lot of news in the college basketball world, whether it be uh, guys transferring, guys training for the draft. Um, one personal to me, uh, I'm a VC fan. Not only did Marcus Santos Silva say he was going to declare for the draft and keep his eligibility, he decided to transfer from Virginia Commonwealth University. I uh, don't know why. Um, says for his best interest, but um, there's been a lot of guys hitting the transfer portal and um, declaring for the draft. I just want to see what kind of big names you have that um have surprised you, or the guys that you think are should be out there. Uh, Sharif O'Neal. He beat me to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I, I, like honestly, I I don't know about you, Sean, but like. I didn't even know he played last year for UCLA, or up yeah, until he like he did. He did. He had uh he had heart surgery. Yeah, two years ago. I, I thought he was yeah, but I thought he was playing like now. Like he was playing this he season to play like in practices, but I don't think in games. But yeah, he's going to LSU. Uh, That's where. Uh, he played. He played limited action this year. He got into thirteen games, averaged like two a game. Yeah, but yeah. He didn't really. He didn't have any significant minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I just didn't even know. I thought he was still, I guess, injured. Or is that what you would even call it at this point? I would just say recovering. He did have. Yeah, he had like open heart surgery. Scary. Scary stuff. Mm. He had two games where he scored eight. Um, okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't close the, the door on him yet because he's still got the physical tools to translate to the league. Oh, he, obviously he's got the he's got the pedigree too with his his pop speed Shaq. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think I think LSU is a good fit for him, honestly. Yeah, he's definitely gonna pull out his body. I mean, I mean, I'm sure Will Wade paid him money to come there. Yeah, how that guy still has a job? I think Shaq has enough money. I think they're okay. Definitely okay. Yeah, but Will um, Wade's a. I mean, but like, did you also see Shaq's daughter? I, I don't know her name. Sorry, she. Yeah, she's committed to go to LSU now, too. Go, go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I mean, yeah, it's just the legacy, the, leg, the legacy of the O'Neills. 
what what is uh what do you think about all these guys? So I know um former Richmond product, um Isaiah Todd was committed to the University of Michigan. Uh he decommitted from Michigan and is now going to play for the new um G League team out of Southern California. And he will be joining um five star recruit. Um, uh, what is his name? Yeah, and he was a top ten uh recruit, but he decided to forego his decision to go to college and he's gonna go straight to the G League. What do you guys think about that? I'm a fan. I mean, my man's getting paid. And he's playing for his better competition in the sense older guys like grown men. Well, what what I saw, what it seems like is the G League is gonna pay them what they will not be getting paid at college, but they're also gonna help pay for their college if they wanna go back. So, I mean, I, I think, as you see with guys like LaMelo, RJ Hampton, and now especially these – I saw the uh, director of the G League was talking about how why, – why do they, why do they, we want these kids going out of the country instead of going to college when they can just come to the G League, get paid, and they can be under our developmental program, and we can work them into the future of the NBA. I mean, I think, I think in the couple weeks, couple years you're gonna see the g league really take off well yeah because a one and done rule is super stupid if you know you're a kid from you know that grew up with not a whole lot and somebody's telling you you only got to go to college and sit through a bunch of crap for a year but you're still not getting paid technically i mean just makes more sense to go to the g hey here's a paycheck (laughs) okay That doesn't destroy I – mean, I don't think it will personally because I think college basketball, you're always going to have those Cinderella's and those mid-majors that are always going to have kids. Cause there's some kids that are going to go to college for four years no matter what and play oh, basketball. Sure. But um, I think it's going to be interesting to see in the next couple years to see how the landscape of one and dones and straight from high school to the G League, what takes place in that. Uh, personally, I think, I think you should either – Go to the G League or whatever, or you just have to play for two years. I, I think the one and done is kind of too easy. What about the big baller league? The JBA. Yeah, we, saw, we saw how that worked. Yeah, I was about to say, is that still a thing? <laughs> I, I think it's still uh, – no, it ceased in 2019. I think, I think the XFL had more success than that. <laughs> Come, Come on, on man. Rest in peace, DC defenders. Rest in peace. No, but I, I think basketball as a whole is really at a at a standpoint. I think this is the point of the year. March Madness would be wrapping up. I mean, playoff basketball was scheduled to start what a week ago. I mean, yeah, I, I think basketball fans and the players are just itching to get back out there. So I think this is the point of the year where they they turn it up a notch and they want to make those make those memories and those those shots. I mean, I remember they showed that Kawhi shot where it just hangs on the rim in game seven against the Sixers, and he's just sitting on his bench waiting for it to fall and ends up falling. Um, the Dame yeah, Lillard got the Gordon Hayward shot. <laughs> the Gordon, yeah, the Gordon Hayward shot. The Dame Lillard shot against the Rockets when he was from, he was from another planet and he shot it. The Dame shot versus the Thunder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a bad shot. That's a bad shot. Steph shot versus the Thunder. That was that was iconic. AD's two shots over LeBron and two back-to-back finals in the same spot. Or you know, my man Kyrie 
on stuff, you know, <laughs> unanimous MVP. We, we can go on for days about famous shots. I mean, I can the D Wade off the backboard, the, the you know, the the running floater, whatever it was against the Lakers that one time. That one was wild. That, yeah, that was wild. Or the one he had against the Warriors, what was it, during the his final run? Yeah. He, like, got blocked and got it back and shot it off one leg at the three and banged it in, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the best ones ever. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, and it was versus the Warriors, so, like, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, with Draymond and KD closing in, like, get, get that out of here. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think this is, like, like I said, the time for basketball, I mean, I would have loved to see LeBron win a finals with the Lakers. I think that would have been great for basketball. It was Dustin. He was doing it for Kobe. R.I.P. You can still see it. Yeah, and we, we still don't know what's going to happen. But I think for now, we just kind of kind of sit back and wait and kind of see. Um, I mean, I was talking more like just load up 2K and, you know. Yeah. Simulation? <laughs> yeah. Throw some money on it. Yeah, I mean, we'll get, we'll get uh, Devin Booker on the sticks. <laughs> that, dude, that dude ran the 2K tournament yeah, on. Bro, that was awesome. That man, Boogie, lost by like 50 points. Well, he got aired. He was the worst. Net, worst. He got aired. Most disappointing performance the whole thing was Harrison Barnes got just ran off the screen by Trey Young. Dude lost by like 60. <laughs> I was about to say, wasn't it like 100? It was just like, dude, dude gave up 100 piece. Terrible. <laughs> it's just a terrible idea. Um, yeah, I mean, unless you guys have anything else to hit, any other basketball news? Yes, the Sabrina, what is that? Ionesca was drafted number one. Um, that's right, Mama. The, the female Mama. I know nothing. I know nothing about the WNBA, but I know my Washington Mystics are champions, and I know Elena Deladonna. Nice. That's all I know. They got Tina Charles, didn't they? Who the, the Mystics? I don't know. Yeah, the Mystics. They got, they got uh, like a top player. That's your team, bro. That's your team, bro. <laughs> all I know is we got Elena Deladonna. Yeah, but you got you got somebody. You got a really. I think it's Tina Charles. I That's think a Hooper right there. Yeah, Elena? she. Well, well, if they come back at the W here, 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 mark it down right now, podcast, uh, this podcast, if the WNBA comes back before the NBA, I will watch more WNBA games in the next season than NBA. Get down. That will not happen. Mark it down. There's no way we're, the WNBA starts. We're bringing the layup lines. We're bringing the layup lines back to glory. So are we, are we making this a WNBA podcast then? Yeah, it, it will. It will soon be called nothing but net WNBA. Nah, I think we should we should give it a five minute mention every episode. I think that, how long is this episode going? It's at forty three minutes right now, so forty three minutes of WNBA. Uh, well, how about we do a podcast <laughs> called Jack Bassey, nothing but WNBA. That could be a segment. Sick. It's just me talking into the mic with like. How about, how about you try to get Eladon on this podcast? I'll send her a DM. Then slide in those DMs. Uh, I'll just simply ask, "Hey, not much going on now. You want to like hop, hop in, in 
talking about in that podcast. <laughs> like hop on the interview with dorm room sports with DRS. As long as her dogs get to come on. Oh yeah. Penny. Oh Penny. Dog. Oh Penny. Shout out! <laughs> shout out to all the other podcasts on DRS. All doing great things. We're in week one of um. Our official launch. I think we have some great things going across all platforms. Also, shout out to Leroy, the insider dog, for breaking the uh, Rob Gronkowski news. Yeah, that was big. My bugs. Big My bugs. <laughs> <laughs> My bugs gonna be nice this year, fellas. <laughs> Long time fan. <laughs> so just thought I'd have to shout out Leroy. Probably never here, but good boy. Yeah, shout out shout out to all the people putting in work right now. Shout out to ESPN for dropping the MJ Doc early. Yeah, that, that was big. That's big. That was big by ESPN to do that. I mean That's shout out to problem. Twitter for blowing ESPN. Yeah. Shout out to all the people tweeting at ESPN to drop it early. Yeah, seriously. ESPN really did get bullied into dropping that early. I mean I said, like, why would you not? Why wouldn't you drop it early? You got every person in America trapped in their house, forced to watch it. You might as well. Yeah. So you're gonna make more money. I mean, that was that was the most views they've ever had on an ESPN documentary. Like they had six point one, six point three for the first episode, and then five point eight for the second. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just. It's free, and I think it's free to watch on the ESPN app. Like, I don't even yeah. think you got to. Yeah, I mean, I know. Personally, me and Sean will be tuned in Sunday night at 9 p.m. to watch episode three and four of the MJ Last Dance Bulls documentary. Uh, I think episode three is about Dennis Robin. I think that's going to be a great episode. Oh, Dennis Robin, that's going to be a show. That is going to be a and show. And if they dropped the 30 for 30 on him, what, like earlier this year, right? Yeah, well, I think we, well, we watched that at Barrel Line, right? Yeah, we watched that at Bar Line. Real Barrel Line. Yeah, real Barrel Line. <laughs> But, I mean, I, I can't imagine the Dennis Rodman one's going to be too much off from that 30 for 30. Yeah. He, he's going to be open. You know how he is. I mean, he's probably a rep right now with Kim Jong. That man's sick. First, <laughs> hey, that man. <laughs> you know what's great about this documentary is they had, like, Chicago, former Chicago residents on there. Like, that one guy, uh, I think his name was, like, Barack. Obama. Obama, yeah, Barack. Yeah, and then, and then they had like the former They had like the for- former Arkansas governor, like what's his name, Bill Clinton. Yeah, like they're just getting these like, like couple like small time politicians and like a former like resident. Like they're really like, they really did a great job on this. My favorite was when they was when they put what's his name like common. They like interviewed him, and he wasn't even part of the documentary. He was like a. Uh, commercial yeah it, it was basically the story of him hustling a kid i was like what <laughs> pretty funny story though real mj um but how long until you think space jams put on espn yeah who knows that, dude they need well, the what's, what's space Jam? i honestly think lebron was way until after the season but it's kind of like the season's kind of yeah you know Dead. well here's the problem with that like you don't have a movie theater to drop it in and you're not gonna just give out for yeah, free. Yeah, that Scooby Doo movie's going straight. That was supposed to come out, I guess, around now is going straight to like 
streaming. Bro. They're not waiting for a movie theater. They're just dropping it straight to streaming. I fear this is the end of the movie theater. This is going to be the end of things. Could be the end of uh, live sports. But not the end of LeBron's legacy. It will be the end of this podcast. We all have corona. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think think that about wraps it up for today's episode. I think... um, Check this out Friday. This will be out Friday, April 24th. Um, yeah, guys, check this out. And I think we're all going to tune in Sunday night for episodes three and four of the MJ documentary. I think that's really – I think all Hoops fans can really tune into that Sunday night and kind of get back and talk about that next week, and we'll drop another episode for you guys. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um Hopefully basketball can come back because I know when basketball is back and when basketball is going, it's one of the best sports to talk about. But um, for now, I think we will catch you guys soon. Uh, any last words? Stay safe. Stay safe. LeBron's the GOAT. Uh, tune in to episode three and four of the MJ documentary this Sunday night. And while you're waiting, check out all of our other podcasts on um, VR Sports on Twitter, uh, we've been dropping some great content, whether it be football, basketball, baseball. That's good stuff you want to listen to. Uh, tune into that, and uh, we will catch you guys soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>